Okay, perfect. Hello, everyone. I have here with me, Psalmist uh, Ojo. I have here with me, uh, Brother Ojo here. Uh, I am super excited. There's this new song that actually just came out, Atofarati. I love the song so much and I've, I've been dancing to it like forever. <laughs> good afternoon. How are you doing today? Good afternoon. I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm glad to be on here. Uh, thank you for, for having me. I'm excited to just chat, just talk about a lot of stuff. <laughs> thank you so much. Welcome to Cruising with Anu podcast. So I'll be asking a few questions here and um I um I can't wait to you know to learn from you and I'm sure everyone that will be listening will definitely learn from you as well. So there was something that was actually uh really that stood out to me that you posted on your Instagram. Um I'm going to read it. So you said I think one of the reasons you're discouraged, probably probably frustrated and bitter is because you've not learned to celebrate other people's success. Trust me, when you count your blessings, support, and celebrate other people's success, there is no need for competition, envy, or bitterness. Uh, it is actually fleshly. God makes ways for you to in due time. And I just want you to talk a little bit about that because I'm sure it's something that is realistic that people, that is happening in the world. Like people, you know, go through this a lot. So yeah, over to you, sir. Okay. Oh, man, I remember that post. It's that post is full of so many things. Um, as as a gospel artist, uh, as a worship leader, I've seen, I've seen so much. Um, in this in the span of well, I, I started really. I started Sammy's music twenty twenty fifteen. Uh, that's when I fully started like. Like that was when God spoke to me that He wanted me to start uh, music and, and ministry and stuff. So, so in the in the span of twenty fifteen to twenty twenty three, I've seen so many things, and I've seen people talk about support, support. I've seen a lot of things happening within Christianity, like within the Christian, within the fellow gospel artists or fellow worship leaders. And sometimes it really just really, it really amazes me how we say we support each other, but we don't. Mm-hmm. Like we really don't. And and the, the truth is that we're, we're in a world where everybody kind of want to seek for their own. Like everybody wants to, you know, prosper. Um, you know, I think it was, it's interesting. Yes. So yesterday, last night I was reading, so I was putting my daughter to, to bed and she asked me to read, you know, she always likes to read like daddy read something for me or mommy read something before I sleep. So I have, we have this Bible, uh, book for her. So I started reading about Joseph and I read a place about Joseph to her. And in my mind, I was like, wow. So if you remember Joseph had a dream and then he called his brothers. And then he told them that something like my star 
uh, was brighter than your star. <laughs> because of that, this soul team. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, like that's kind of interesting because if you look at if you look at the, the world right now, if God shows you a vision and you see that man, you're, there's a big light on you and the light is shining so bright, brighter than everybody else and your friends. If you tell your friends, what do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> if you tell your brothers, if you tell your sister, your yeah. siblings, if you tell anybody about it, what do you think is gonna happen? Are they gonna celebrate you? Or are they gonna be like, oh, okay. Or are they gonna be like, that star is not going to shine? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a state of our heart. Like, so I, I, I think of myself as if I was one of Joseph's brothers and Joseph tells me that, well, what am I gonna do? So I think that we need to get to a point where we're comfortable with seeing our brothers and our sisters do well. Right. And I think that's that's the biggest challenge. That's the reason why we're competing. That's the reason why we're actually not supporting each other. That's the reason why everybody's just kind of in the silo. Everybody's just trying to do their own thing on their own corner. Uh, but it's it's a dealing that God must work in us. It's a fleshly thing, like I started, like we're in the falling world where everybody kind of seeks their own thing. Like it's, it's, it's just carnal. It's just, it's normal. Christianity is not for normal people. Christianity is not for normal people. Christianity is for Christ, like living the life of Christ. So that's, that was what prompted me posting that because I've seen, you know, people won't support you. People will support you when you're still low key. Maybe as long as, as long as they feel like you're, they're above you, they will kind of support you. But the moment they start seeing you make some progress, like this podcasting that you're doing, you may not be getting all the support that you need, but the moment you start seeing, you know, a lot of people like listening to your podcast, you would think that that should drive people to support you, but that's not what happens, unfortunately. Like people just don't, like we're not comfortable the Bible says that whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it as unto the Lord. That is the secret to everything that I do personally. If I support you, I support you as unto the Lord. So I'm supporting you as though I'm supporting God. And I think that's how everybody needs to start seeing this, like supporting each other, loving each other, not just music, like in anything, uh, with our time, our finances, whatever, we should do it as unto God, because that's the only person that can truly reward us. Because that way, when I'm supporting you and I'm supporting us unto God, I'm not expecting you to actually do anything for me. See right. that? So like, that's the same way we say God's love is unconditional, right? So I'm not placing expectation on you. And trust me, what I'm talking about right now is is relevant even in marriage it's relevant in literally everything you're not setting unnecessary expectations you'll be surprised that i i personally actually support a lot of people that don't support me that you would never you would never know like i support people i share their stuffs and they've never once shared mine not once not like ever 
Like I support people even when I hear they've said something about me. And you you'll never know. I'll never react. I'll never say anything. But I'm I'm gonna do what I need to do for the kingdom of God. I believe that God has placed something in everybody's heart and whatever it is that they do, either in spoken words, in writing a book, in starting a business, in starting music, I believe that God has placed that, placed that on them, not because they're deserving, not because they're worthy of it. So I look beyond their flaws. I look beyond, because trust me, God can use anybody. Right. So if I've already judged the person, I've already finished them based on whatever, then I'm injuring the other thousands of people that are supposed to be blessed from them or through them. Right. So that's yeah. the mindset that I have. And that's why I made that post. Like you, we need to start getting comfortable with seeing other people succeed and celebrating them because that's, that's what God yeah. sees. And God looks at that heart and then blesses you. I'm a living witness of that. I'm t- I, I've, I've walked to radio stations that when I send them their, my songs, they say, oh, your song is too long. Oh, um, it doesn't have, we don't like the verse. Oh, it doesn't have any, it's not breathing. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody wow. just kind of has their own opinion. Trust me. Yeah. But now they're coming back to me like, oh, we want your song on our radio stations and i'm going um but you said in writing (laughs) i have it in writing like but you know what what that could have done to me it could have stopped me from doing anything it could have discouraged me like it could have but for me i know who sent me to do this that's right and i know Mm -hmm. who i'm doing it for and i honestly really i tell i tell my friends i say if you're willing to accept praise from people then be willing to also accept criticism that you can't you cannot do one and ignore the other so for me either praise or i like people supporting me but either you support me or you don't support me it really is not the reason why i'm doing what i'm doing i appreciate the support i appreciate the no support but i'm doing what i'm doing because god called me to do it and I'm going to celebrate other people as well for doing what they're doing, whatever I can do to support them. When we do that, you see God opening more doors for you. More doors, yeah. And I'm a living witness to that. Yeah, I think that's amazing because you, you are coming from the mindset that it's a kingdom thing. It's not a, a person yeah. thing. Like mm-hmm. even if you're doing certain thing, like it's not, it's not for you. It's for the yeah. kingdom, like it's for people mm-hmm. to know more about God. So I think if people start to see it from that aspect, I mm-hmm. think the mindset of people begins to change. They begin to realize that it's for people to hear about God. It's not Absolutely. about this specific person. It's not because this person is is good or this person sounds good or not. It's because yeah. that song goes into that person's ears that hears it. And because of mm-hmm. that, they're transformed, they're changed. And exactly. yeah, I think I think that's that's a great mindset to have, like in terms of um, being supportive of others. Yeah. Um, and, and 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 I'm not gonna say it's easy. It's it's never easy. It's it's everything in life is a process. You know, like it's never gonna be easy. I mean, if you're doing something for like five years and you feel like you're you're not making progress, and you see somebody show up in like two months and they're going yeah. way ahead of you. 
I mean, like, you're not going to want to really support them as much because in your heart, you're feeling the pain. You're like, man, but I've been doing this and doing this and doing this. But the question is, what if you're doing it wrong? What if Mm. this person that is doing it for two months has things that that you can learn from, right? And that's where collaboration comes in and that's why i love to work with people one of the one of the greatest uh issues that we have in canada um music wise and gospel wise is we do not collaborate we don't work together in fact not just music in every single thing like we don't everybody just everybody just kind of want to do whatever it is that they want to do on their own like we don't work together and i, I don't think that's great you know that's that's not great and it's it's not it's not helping but hopefully we we'll get to that point where we we learn to to collaborate we learn to work together uh, learn from each other you know i, I think that's what's going to help us a lot yeah i definitely agree like not just even in music i feel like everything generally like from yeah. where we're from like in terms of culture it's i find it here that one of the things in, in terms of working together, it's a bit, I don't know. There's just a little bit of something weird. Like we find it hard to work together. We find it hard to come together as one and do things. Like, I don't know why it's it's like that. I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea why. Yeah, I have no idea. I wish, I wish it's not honestly. I wish I, I have any idea as well. But, but the best we can do right now is, keep going and we 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 start building right i think it's, it's it's the best that we can do uh we don't need we should not be following the same you know status quo like let's let's i'm trusting that, that god is going to start building a generation of men and women that 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 understand their assignment understand that this is for the kingdom and are willing and ready to do it no matter what it takes. Me personally, I I don't even like to be the lead on anything. I don't think people understand. Like I don't want to be the lead on anything. I just want to be in the background sharing people up. Like I tell people I love to be a background singer. Like I just want to wow. be a BDP. Like people don't believe me. Like I can, because at the end of the day, I, whoever's leading, do whatever you need to do. I want to support you. Like that's my heart, you know? And the, the kind of person that God would use, is it's all about humility, yeah. right? At the end of the day, it's all about humility. We all need to humble ourselves and work together. It takes humility mm-hmm. to work with somebody. And this yeah. is not going to come over time. This is going to be like a dealing of like years and years, all the opportunities, even with our siblings, like some of those things we don't know. You have a sibling that can just speak up to you in a way that you just don't like. How do you react? Mm. Right? If you don't react, if you fail that test, yeah. <laughs> then when the bigger things come, we're going to fail. So that's that's the that's the challenge. But I'm trusting God to to build a new generation of of yeah. people. Yeah, for sure, I agree. And I I want to mention that congratulations on your Juno Award. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. How does that feel winning that award? 
Oh, man, that was uh, something. That was something because, again, like for people that know me and from this conversation as well, um, I'm more about the kingdom, to be honest. Like I'm just going and going and I'm going to keep going until, until God asks me to stop. So I was not expecting any Junos at all. In fact, I was at work. Uh, my phone started buzzing and vibrating, and I was like, "What is going on? I'm in a meeting, and like, what is going on?" Then, then I checked, and people started sending me videos. Uh, wow. Apparently, some some people were were actually at the event when they were making the announcement. So I had no idea. Oh. So they were at the event when they were like for the first time putting up the names of everybody uh, that were nominated, and then my big old name was there, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> Like, what is my name out there? Like, I did not expect it to be um, out of so many, so many incredible, incredible gospel artists out there in the entire country. Yeah. Like, Juno's only has one spot for gospel. Literally one. Like, they have a bunch of other genres. Only one for gospel, like contemporary Christian gospel. That's it. And they only pick five. So for me to be one of the top, it's like mind blowing. I, I can never recover from that. I will always, yeah. always, always be be grateful. And I mean, also a great thing to to represent the black Christian, black Christian community because I was the only black one on there. So that was wow, that was good. That's amazing. Um, that was good. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. I'm, I'm grateful to God for that. But again, it's it's all coming down to having the right heart. Like I wasn't doing this for money. I wasn't doing this for award. I wasn't doing this for recognition. In fact, I was born, my father, my mom, my mom, my dad and my mom, they're pastors. So I was born into, I'm a pastor's kid. So I was born into music, literally. My mom sings, my dad sings. So I've been wow. doing this since I was like, I've been playing piano since I was six. So like, this is just what I do. Like I, I've been into music for like, for a long, long time. So I'm not, I don't need anybody to know me. In fact, I tell my, I tell people, I don't think I'm, I'm a good singer. <laughs> That's what I, well, I don't think I'm a great singer. I'm maybe a good singer, but I don't think I'm a great singer. Uh, I just try. For me, I just love God. And I express myself to God the best way I know how. And if you don't like it, but as long as God likes it, I'm yeah. good. As long as one person out there's life is being changed, I'm right. perfect. Of course, I work on my craft. You know, like I'm not gonna be out there singing off key. Like my music is always like, like I I make sure that whatever I'm producing, I'm putting out there is like really good quality. Because I mean, obviously, why would my my son be on Junos if it's not good quality? So I do the best that I can, like music wise. Like if you're gonna be on my team, you have to be good. Like you have to know, you don't have to be perfect, but you have to know at least what you're doing, right? So I do all of that. But at the end of the day, because again, I want to present something excellent to God. Right. So, but at the end of the day, I was just going and just doing what I can do. So for me to be nominated was just like an incredible, incredible opportunity. I'm always forever going to be grateful for that. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's really good. So I have a question in terms of music. So for someone looking to go into music, 
uh, <laughs> especially a gospel artist, um, what advice do you have for such a person? Like, they have a desire of, of going singing for God and, you know, starting their own album or that kind of thing. What advice do you have for such people? Ah, man. That's that's a big question. Um, so number one, I sometimes I feel like it's hard to give a general advice, if that makes sense, because what what somebody need may not be what, what another person needs. So let me tell you something interesting about my life. So uh, a couple years ago, I spoke to my, my spiritual father. I said, this was when I, I, I was not even singing at all. Like I, I was never a singer. I could not sing Jack. So I told him, I said, I said, I want to learn how to sing. <laughs> you know what he told me? He said, go and pray. <laughs> I, I felt like that was the most random response ever. Like, how does praying help with my voice, like singing? Like, I thought it was going to tell me, you know, go register for, like, music school, uh, take uh, vocal lessons. But, again, that was for me. And that worked. <laughs> you don't ask me how, but it worked. Now, for anybody that's going into music and they're looking to start uh, music, number one, that number one thing you have to to understand is the foundation. Number one, you have to be very, very sure of who and the why. So, who is calling you to do this? Is it because you feel like I'm a singer? Because because you're a singer, because you can sing, does not mean that you're called to into ministry. There's there there's a grace for ministry. There's a grace for just being a singer. So we need to understand that it's very 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 important because a lot of people run into ministry and everybody now has ministries and ministries and ministries. But before you know it, it's like they start and then they stop. They're not consistent or they get very discouraged, or they get bitter, you know? Now, you need to know who, like, you have to be sure this is what God wants you to do. That's important foundation and the reason why God wants you to do that, okay? Because I tell people, I say that God does not, God is not like McDonald's, where you have to open McDonald's every single, like, God, God does not need another singer, another ministry, do you know how many churches are in the world? <laughs> like, yeah. Just because you're hiding your ministry does not mean that that's what God wants. So you have to be sure that that's exactly what he wants. If God says yes, then go for it. And number two, that's one, right? And then number two, you have to make up your mind that no matter what happens, I'm going to do this for the glory of God. Mm. It just has to be for the glory of God and nothing else like make up your mind now number three is of course pretty much what we just talked about is make up your mind not to compare yourself because it's it's not going to be easy it's not i'm not going to problem i'm not going to sit down here and, and tell people oh yeah it's going to be easy just do this and do it. it's not going to be easy it's going to be a long if i have people that have been there for like years they're still struggling trying to figure this thing out i'm still trying to figure it out myself to be honest it's not going to be easy but never never compare yourself to anybody you are unique 
what God has put in you is very special and very unique to you. Your voice is your voice. You don't try to sound like nobody. I'm never going to, me, my music is always going to be Daniel Ojo. I'm never going to try to sound like Jonathan McCranus. I'm never going to try to sing like Pastor Cops. Why? Like, no. Like my music is going to be my music. You're unique. You have to, people say, some people say, I don't like hearing myself as a singer. It's like you record yourself and you're playing it. And I stop, stop. Um, no, you have to get comfortable. If you don't like hearing yourself, how do you think the other people are going to hear yourself? Like you don't like yourself, but you want other people to. And that mm-hmm. just does it logically. It does not make sense to me. So you have to get comfortable. To, by hearing yourself, like comfortable with listening to yourself, because when you do, you have opportunity to actually improve. Like you can hear some things and be like, ah, did I actually sing that? Next time, I'm not going to do it. That's what I do. Like if like all of my songs, like they are progressive. Like my, the songs that I released five years ago are definitely not going to sound like the song I release right now. <laughs> some of those songs, sometimes when I listen to them, I cringe. I'm like. Did I actually do that? That's so bad. But hey, I started regardless. Yeah. I, I That's all that matters, right? So don't compare yourself to anybody. You're unique. You're special. What God has put in you is unique to you, right? And then the last thing that I'll most likely say is find people that um, they've probably been there. And that's probably carefully as well. They've probably been in the in the music uh, scene, ministry, uh, that you can get advices from, that uh, you can you know collaborate with, that they can you know guide you, uh, because that would really help you, so that you don't have to necessarily start all over again. You can stand on their shoulder, right? They can tell you, you do this, no, don't do that, because that they probably it probably cost them five years. So for you, just one minute, don't even do it, you know. So find people that you can work together with and, of course, work on yourself. Like you have to, there's always need for uh, continuous growth and improvement. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Thank you so much for that. That was actually very packed and amazing. It's actually very important. I think the one you said about oh, hearing yourself um, yeah. like when you sing is very true I think most people that sing um, I love to sing myself so yeah. some I think I went from not loving to hear myself to actually like forcing myself to hear myself yeah. then I was like yeah I think I'll work on this I'll work on that so yeah that's actually very good thank you so I have another question uh, so this is not music related this is life related so for someone who is like let's say maybe 20 to 25 26 years old uh Mm -hmm. what advice do you have for such people you know for people just looking to start life you know like i feel i believe that that age is a very critical age and a sensitive age i would say but what general advice do you have for uh for such people seek god it's it's as simple as that seek god with all your strength. In fact, the Bible says that, uh, let me see if I can find the place. It was talking about seeking God when you have the strength in the days of your youth, yeah. when, you, when you still have strength. Um, that's, the, that's the only advice I would tell if you're 20 or, or under or like in the 20s, like this is the time. It's not the time to be looking for 
trying to figure out relationship or figure out this or figure out that. It's the time to to figure out God. <laughs> like, mm. like seek God. That's because and, and I'm saying this, I'm not I'm not telling people what I've not done. This is what I did in my 20s. Like I was spending my time, even in my undergrad, going from one retreat to another retreat, trying to seek God, trying to know God. Like I want to know why do we give our life to Christ? You give your life to somebody. You know, a few years ago, God spoke something to me that actually really touched me. He said, he said, Daniel, you've given me your life. What's next now is to give me your time. Wow. So the problem, some of us, we've, we've given our life to Christ. We're born again. But mm. it's like, it's like, that's the end. Like what's next is give him your time. That's the most important part of like Christian. Trust me, everything else will fall in place. Like, trust me. Like, I know that relationship, finances, job, whatever, trust me, it will fall in place. Give God your time. Spend time praying. Spend time like worshiping. Spend time in the word. Go from retreat to another retreat, like grow spiritually because as a Christian, the most important part of our life is our spirit man. So what's the point? If your spirit man is dead, you're going to be a liability to your friends. You're going to be a liability at your job. You're going to be a liability to your spouse. So why do you want to do that to yourself? You know, so that's the best advice I would tell you in your 20s. That's not the time to be going for parties. That's not the time to be like, oh, I want to enjoy my enjoy. There will be the time when you're married, you have your kid, you don't have time to do all those other things that you, you should be doing. So when you're 20, when you don't have a lot of commitments, probably just school <laughs> or maybe just school, that is the time that you need to spend seeking God. So that's, that's the greatest like, advice that I always tell people out of every other thing. Trust me, seek God with all your heart, with all your might. If you're doing 20 minutes, challenge yourself to 30 minutes. Like challenge yourself to one hour of just seeking God, just staying in prayer, just meditating. And trust me, if you focus on God's priorities, it will focus on your priority. Wow. So that's, that's my advice. Wow. Thank you so, 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 so much. Thank oh. you so much. All right, perfect. Yeah, so I have another question. Um, so I was I was going to ask that for people that are like into career, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're also in your career as well, even though you're also a gospel artist. So I just wanted to ask that, what advice do you have for someone looking to like, you know, just trying to figure out like their career, like they're not too sure where they're meant to be, uh, trying to figure everything out. And also trying to juggle that with doing one ministry or the other as a Christian, as a person of faith, like it could be, I don't know, I'm not sure, like evangelism, doing that consistently, or even mm -hmm. be like a, maybe a junior pastor or a pastor or a musician as well. Or anything that is also, you know, they're they're doing the work of God, uh, juggling that with with school or even juggling that with work as well. Like, what advice do you have for such people? 
Awesome. That's that's a very excellent question. Um, so a lot of people don't know as well. A lot of people think maybe I am personally into like music full time. So for the purpose of those that don't know, <laughs> I work full time as a project manager, um, right. and full time, full time like Monday to Friday. And my bachelor's degree was in electrical uh, engineering, and I have my master's degree in engineering management. So I wanted to kind of move away from more more of the like engineering or technical into management. So that's why I'm now working as a project manager and I've been the project manager literally for maybe 10 years now. So I've been doing that and also running ministry. And while doing that, I'm also serving at my church every Sunday and every other week, uh, either for rehearsals and stuff. Um, I'm also married. I also have a daughter who's going to be three in June. Um, I also am the CEO of Samus Records, which is wow. a Canadian record label. I also have a graphics design business that I do. So I do all of my music, all of my stuff that I post on my social media, they're all my designs. So I do that wow. for other people as well. So I have a page, a separate page for that as well. So as far as well. So that's, that's, I, I said that just to give some context, uh, because sometimes some people say, I don't have time. And I just wonder, I'm like, um, I think when we get to Evan, some of us will be surprised. <laughs> we'll be so surprised when we say we don't have time. And then you see somebody else doing a million other things. You yeah. say, oh, I don't think I can do it. I see somebody else doing a million other, I produce as well. Okay, so wow. how am I able to juggle all of that and still be effective at my work as a project manager? Um, mm -hmm. At my work, I manage close to 30 projects. And that's a wow. lot of projects. Like that is a lot of projects. Um, I manage 30 projects and these are like, not just like random projects. These are like, we're talking like municipals, like cities, like states type of projects. Um, now, the, one of my favorite verses in the scripture, which I have here is Romans chapter 12, verse 11. I love, I love answering questions based on, this, based on the word of God a lot. Um, Romans 12, 11 says, just three key things he says, not slothful in business, one, fervent in spirit to serving the Lord. Three, all three in one verse. This I've built my life on, on this scripture a lot. Um, at my work, I'm, I'm very, very, well, I work hard at my work. Um, I work really hard to the point where if you're going to work with me, if you're going to be on my team, you have to be really good. Like you, you have to know what you're doing. Like I don't take, and, and, and I understand that the job market is really hard now uh, with people getting job and stuff. And this is one of the reasons because a lot of companies right now, they're looking for people that can really work hard. Like they're looking for people that can actually deliver, you know, like they can't, you can't mess up your job <laughs> essentially otherwise people are going to get laid off you know um at the same time with the level of commitments that i put in my music and the level of commitment that i put in in the ministry the level of commitment that i put in being a dad 
like I I love cooking, by the way. Wow. I cook <laughs> a lot. I cook like really good food. Um, I am always there as a father for my daughter. You know, like I put her to bed, give her a shower. Like I, a lot of people when it, when it comes to relationship and daddies and mummies, they're always like, oh, I know mommy do, uh, mommies do everything. And that's true. But for me, I do everything as well. <laughs> like literally, like if my wife is away, she doesn't even have to bother herself about what my daughter is going to eat, if she's going to be okay. We're good, you know? Wow. So all of that I learned from this verse, from this verse. Like I'm so fully committed to my relationship with my spouse um, that like we love each other. I'm there 100% as much as I'm able to do everything else that I'm still doing. Um, and at my church, like, I'm there. Like, if pastor doesn't see it, like, there must be a reason. And when I'm mm-hmm. there, I'm there 100% fully committed. So if you're thinking right right now out there, like, oh, you're stressed, this is too much, maybe you just need to work on your priorities. You know, if, you're, if you work on what your priorities are, I think that would really help. Now, looking at this first, not slothful in business means that if it's your academics, be the best. Like, don't, don't do, don't do, I'm just going to do uh, the average. No, no. Be the best that you can be at school, at your work. Even if it's, when I started my job, I didn't start with the job I liked. I didn't start with the pay I liked. But I gave my 100% still because I, I worked to a point where, like, my boss can be like, I can tell my boss, just go. Like, I'll run the company. Like, <laughs> just go on vacation. I'll run, and the company will be fine. Like, I also a lot. Like, I stay late. I read up. I do whatever I needed, needed to do to be the best that I needed to do for myself and for the company to be the best that I needed to be. Uh, not slothful in business. We can't just stick business and, and the bible is written bible said business like not slothful this is the scriptures we cannot just say because i'm a child of god uh my academics or business or my job don't matter it's spiritual like everything is spiritual so we cannot don't be slothful in business and even that bad job do it as unto the lord even if you even it's, if it's not the job you like it's not the pay that you want at the moment God rewards faithfulness. If you're not faithful in that job that you have currently, what do you think is going to happen? You think God, God is going to open more doors for unfaithful people? No, God does not do that. The second thing is that fervent in spirit. That's your personal relationship with God. That's your personal relationship with God. You cannot trade that for anything. You have to be, it can't be lukewarm. He said fervent, like fervent. Like you must be, if God shows up now, you must be found in him. And then the third one, serving the Lord. Now, serve God. That's where ministry comes in. That's where your church comes in, your church commitment. But guess what? These are all three in one. So that means that you cannot just do one and ignore the remaining two. We all know probability, right? You can't just decide, you know what? I I just want to serve God. 
And then when they when they talk about your business, you know, you know, one of the sad truths is that in my career, I'm afraid of hiring church members. Mm. I might probably be the I might probably be the first <laughs> honest, I might probably be the first honest person to say this. It takes a lot of honesty to say this because I mean, why wouldn't you want to hire your church members? I mean, why? You know, you know they need the job, right? They have you have the resume. Like, just give them, right? But you know, the problem is that a lot of church members, not everybody, some of them are just, they just don't care. Like, you're supposed to deliver a code tomorrow. So just because we're brothers, just because we know each other, you can just give me a call, like, the day before and just be like, oh, I, I'm sorry, it's going to take some. No, no. <laughs> like, that's not excellence. You're being slothful. In business, even though you're one of the most committed choir members, see that? So you're serving the Lord, but you're slothful in business. No, it cannot work. Mm. Wow. Now, there are some other people that they're all in their mind is business. Work, 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 work. When it comes to serving the Lord, they say, yeah, we leave that to the pastors. We leave that to the, to the spiritual people. No, you're wrong <laughs> still. You cannot, you, how can you be the best at your workplace? You're like the top VPs, but you just show up in church. You're not serve, you're not doing anything in church. You just show up whenever you want to show up and you just leave whenever you want to leave. No, that's another category of people. There are other people that are, they're very fervent. As far as their personal relationship with Jesus, it's awesome. You can, you can probably tell when you see them like, now nah, this brother really prays. This is actually really prays. But then they're like, I don't want to serve God. Wow. Uh, or they're like, they get the result and they're seeing the D's and the E's because mm. they're not really studying well. Because they're like, um, at this the time they're supposed to be studying, they want to be praying. Mm. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to fail. And then when you fail, you're not going to find a job. And then you're going to pray to right. Jesus again. So what do you think Jesus is going to do? God is not a magician. God is not going to mm. just wave his, his magic wand magic and just sprinkle. No, God is not a mm. magician. This scripture, you can, I, just, I just broke it down into three categories, right? Some people that are, can be fervent in spirit, but they're not the remaining two. Some people that mm -hmm. can serve God, but they're not the remaining two. Some people that are they are very good at the business, but not the remaining two. That's um, another category that you can think of is okay. You're fervent in spirit. Mm -hmm. You're serving God. So when it mm -hmm. comes to being fervent, we know that yes, this brother is doing something. At least God knows. And then you're serving God. But then when it comes to your work, mm -hmm. like there's no excellence. There's no level of excellence. You're not you're not writing the next professional exam. Wow. Like I I I I did a master I have a master's degree. Like I'm not just here trying to that's why that's why people get frustrated because I'm not depending on serving the Lord to get me mm. money. Let's not that's let's key. let's not get like people are like I only want to minister if you pay me one thousand no no mm. like what 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 happens if there's no, you don't necessarily make money from that. I make money from my full-time job and every other thing that I do. 
That's the way I mean. Like it's it's wisdom that God has given to us, and it's in the word, just one verse, literally. So you cannot be fervent in the spirit and serving God, but but your business is like, brother, when are you writing your next professional exam? Uh, I don't think I need to write. Seriously? No, write it. Because if you don't, the unbelievers, they're racking up professional certificates and they're yeah. getting the job. And then look at your resume. You don't have the certificate. You're just praying to Jesus. That's just lazy. Mm, yes. We, we have wow. to do our part. We have to show up at work early. Mm. Show up at work early. Do your best. Like, be able to, like, boldly sit with people and talk. Like, you actually know what you're doing. And then half of the time, I don't even open my scriptures. I'm at work. You don't have to do that. The spirit of excellence in you is what flows out of you. And people look at you and you're just like, something is different about you. Mm. Half of it, I've never, I don't need to, that's not evangelism to me. It's not knocking Jesus on people, slapping Jesus on their face. Jesus, no, no. Have you read about David? Have you read about Solomon? Like these guys are wise people. Like they built cities. <laughs> Have you read about Ab Abraham? was the lord of many nations what do you think he's smart like have you read about adam adam named all the animals are you kidding me one man like even including the ones that were still discovering you're like you hear like in discovery news that oh they just found another species of one name it's been named thousands of thousands of years ago like we have to be excellent that's the most important thing. So that's another category of people. You, mm -hmm. The list can go on and on and mm -hmm. on and on. And you can start to try to figure out where do you fall in this? Are you actually wow. good at your job? And you're maybe serving God. But when God is looking for you in your altar, you're not there. People can see you outside doing this, doing that. You're serving God. You're doing this. You're, you, in fact, you're crying on the stage. Everybody, are, everybody's lifting up their hands at the moment. You, you hold the mic, and we know that no, this sister, this brother is really good at the job. But, but the the secret place, mm. fervent. Yes, Jesus said in in that day, you will say to me, Lord, Lord. And I will say to you, I know it, you not. Do you know what that means? God is not actually lying, though. You know, God does, God does not lie. God cannot lie. So when God says, I don't know you, he actually doesn't. Now, that word no is, is deeper than no, because, I mean, obviously, God knows everybody. I mean, obviously. But mm, the, Bible's, yeah. the Bible spoke about Adam and Eve. In Genesis, I think, chapter 3, the Bible says that and Adam knew his wife and they gave birth. That is the knowing. There are three mm -hmm. kinds of knowing in the Bible. There's one knowing of awareness, like I know I'm a guy, I know my name. That's the knowing that comes from like reading, from knowledge, like from outside knowledge. Right. And there's a knowing that's revelation. It's almost like an intercourse. It's intimacy. That's what the Bible was saying when, Jesus, when the Bible says that God says, I don't, I know you not. So that means that I know wow. you, I see you doing things. Yeah, you use my name, but like, 
I, I don't know you. We don't have a relationship, right? That's what's going to send people to hell. So what I'm telling you, this is really important. This verse can send people to hell. <laughs> I didn't write the Bible. I didn't. But this is what I built my life on. So when I realized that my business is going really well, I'm, I'm you know, doing good, I'm serving God, but I'm not fervent, I take a step back. I have to fix it. I just have to. When I realized that, man, I don't even have the zeal to want to go to church. I just don't want to serve anymore. That's not good. I take a step back. I try to fix it. When I realize that I'm so fervent on my work, I, I, I'm in church, serving God, whatever. I'm fervent in spirit. I'm serving God, but my work is lacking. I take a step back. What do I need to fix my work? Some people probably need a career change, and that's okay. Right, yeah. but if you make the career change, make sure you put in your everything. Like I said, do it as unto God. Do it wow. as unto God. Every single thing, because when you go to work, people are going to offend you. People are going to say nasty things to you. What do you do? Do you talk back? If you're doing it as unto God, what what's going to be your reaction? Are you going to curse them out? Very important things. So wow. that's my advice. I know I had to take my time to kind of explain that verse so that we understand it's deeper and it's just the scripture. Three key things for anybody out there, either you're looking for career change, either relationship, whatever. If it's relationship, please don't be the guy that speaks in tongue, but you're not there for your spouse. That is just wrong. That is mm. not spiritual. That is being a carnal Christian. Wow. Bro, I tell people, I'm like, even if you can't cook, go on YouTube, learn. What do you think your wife is? Like, she's working too. She's a human being. So you just want her to wow. do every single thing? Like, it's, it's the scriptures. Like, learn. Be the best. Don't just be like, uh, you opening prayers and reading scriptures. Put down your Bible and be there for your wife, for your spouse. Talk, communicate. It's way more spiritual. I, aren't you guys tired of seeing like spiritual homes breaking up? I, I don't know about you. I'm tired. People say, I hear God, I hear God, I hear God. But then it's like nobody's happy in the home. So what, what? where is the hearing God? What's the point? Let me tell you the most important thing. Like we think that it's the knowing who you want to marry that's us. It's so hard. It's actually not hard. It's what you do when you get married that's the most important part of it. In fact, yeah. it's so easy to know who you want to marry. <laughs> like, if you don't believe well, it, just believe it and you, it will work for you. Trust me, because it's not that hard. The question is, what do you do when you, the yeah. two of you get married? Yes. What do you do? The day you wake up and she doesn't, she hasn't, you know, she didn't say something that you like, you're just hungry. What do you do? Because you're not perfect people. Do you work together in grace? Do you pray? Do you figure it out? Do you talk? Do you communicate? Do you take your wife out? Take, your, take yourself out. Go and eat. Go to the movies. Go on vacation. Like, have time that you spend together and put your Bible. There's time for everything. It's the scriptures. It is the scripture. And that's something that I've built my life on. And I'll continue to build my life. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. But I try. I do my best. I measure myself on these three yeah. verses. Tomorrow, when I on Tuesday, when I go back to work, I want to be my best. When I'm supposed to be in the meeting, I'm in the meeting. If you're not in the meeting, 
we're going to have a conversation. Like, I'm a child of God still, but we're going to have a conversation. You send me a presentation and the fonts are not making sense. No, we're going to, you're going to do it again. That's excellence. That's what my life personally is. And I think that everybody should learn this. And trust me, when you're fervent in the spirit, do you think God will not take care of you? He will. Mm. He will give you the job. He will give you the wife, the husband. He will actually give good health. The money, he will take care of you. Right? It's all like result of obedience and obedience and obedience. And then when you have the job and you're fervent, you would want to serve. Like, serving God could be cleaning. Doesn't You don't have to be on the altar. Right. It could be ushering. Whatever it is that God has called you to, just do it, right? So that's my advice. It's a long one, but I hope that it really encourages and bless somebody out there. We can do it. You can yeah. do it. Whatever it is you feel you cannot do it, we have more than enough grace. The Bible says that my grace is sufficient, sufficient for you. As long as is, there's a is. It didn't say my grace was sufficient. If whatever situation you are currently, as long as it's current, there is grace for you, right? So you can do it. Go out there and be the best of you in whatever. If you're dressing, be the best. Don't, listen, don't get me started. Have you read about, have you read about God and, and, and Moses? Did you realize that God was giving Moses colors? When, when Moses oh. was building the tabernacle, Right? Again, there's so much we can learn from the scriptures. The more you read yeah. the Bible, the more you know the kind of person God is. You know, the actually God is funny. The Bible says in Psalms, he said, he that sits on the throne will laugh. He's actually a very, very funny person. <laughs> God, told Mo- God told Moses the color of the, of the curtain. Blue. Wow. A particular shade of blue. Yellow. So please, please, let's just stop dressing up and just looking like I'm just gonna do all black. Yeah, all black is fine. You can't be colorful. You can't look good. Wow. You can't look good. It's the scriptures. When we get to heaven, the city is gonna be made of what? Gold. Hmm. Are you kidding me? The city, this whole street is made of gold. You can't be, you can't look hmm. good. You're not trying to look good for nobody. You can look good. Put on your eyelashes. I don't care. Look good for Jesus. For Jesus. It's Christianity. Let's not just be, oh, I'm just holy. It's going to look a certain way. No. (laughs) Even when you're fasting, Bible says put oil on your face. So they don't look at you like, eh. This brother is going through so much. I can be going through stuff, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. Wow. I'm going to look good all the time. My life is only one. I'm not going to cheat myself. Okay? That's it. I'm wow. No, no, no. That was like power packed. Like, it's like you touched. I asked the question, and you touched every area of someone's life. Like literally, literally, like every single part, the dress, you know, the spiritual aspects, mental aspects, everything. And yeah. and that's that's profound. Like there are many times, and you're very right, there are many times about people are on fire for God, you know, the desire to serve God. But when mm-hmm. it comes to work, they are like they slack. 
Yeah. They let things slide. They make sure yeah. oh, it's not a big deal. I can I can cheat this. I can come late. I can yeah. say whatever I want. So mm -hmm. like bringing that verse is actually another way of seeing things. Like I, I myself need to actually go and do a lot of reflection. <laughs> From what you just said now, and it's important. You you actually right. Like it's important to live a balanced life in every yes, area, exactly. in every area. It's not just yeah. because I'm a Christian, I mm -hmm. should I should just work on my Christian life. My looks, every single thing has to look good, has to be excellent. Yeah. Whatever I produce out there or do out there has to be excellent. Wow, like I'm yeah. so, I'm so blessed right now. <laughs> um, just hearing you talk about all these things. Like, thank you so 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 much. Thank my you pleasure, so my pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you so for, for having me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I know, I know the challenge of you know having something that you're trying to run uh, yourself, mm -hmm. but you, you you never know who you know our our obedience, our yes to God. We just would never know. There are people that will never meet in this world until mm -hmm. we get to heaven, and they'll be like, "Man, I listened to your podcast, and it changed my life." So whatever wow. it is that God has placed on your heart, just keep doing it. Keep going. Don't yeah. do it for the numbers. Don't do it for people. Don't do it for anything. Just do it for God and let God do the rest himself. So mm. thank you again for having me. I appreciate oh. it. No, thank you so much for accepting to actually come here. Like, I'm really so like thankful. Thank you so, so much. Do you have anything no. else you'd like to share? anything you like to say before we go i know you've already said a lot oh, but man. if you have anything else like it could be your music anything else yeah. you like to um talk about yeah for sure well i guess for anybody that's listening and maybe you don't know who this dude is uh my name is daniel ojo again um you can find me on any social media platform on That's Instagram cool. as Daniel underscore Psalmist, yes. um, YouTube as Daniel Ojo, Facebook as Daniel Ojo as well, if I'm not wrong. Um, you can find my music as well on Apple Music. My latest single, which is also my first Afrobeat song. Yeah. I'm not really Afrobeat, but I'm loving it right now. It's called Atto Farty. Yeah. It's reliable. And I wrote the song in a very dark uh time uh for me where i felt like god was quiet it was almost like the the scene where the there was the storm and jesus was sleeping you know i felt like there was like where is god like what is going on and you know all of a sudden i just i just heard the word autofarty it's like god is like you can rest on me like i got you like i may be quiet if you're going through a dark time in your life you feel like god is not talking to you or maybe you even feel like it's your fault maybe you did something just know that God will never leave you, no matter what, right? So you can check out the song and just, you know, yeah. let go of, of any pain, any struggles, any fear, any anxiety, and just, just jam to the song for the most part. You, you'll love it. <laughs> yes, I myself have been listening to it. Like, whenever I'm going on my way to work, I just love the song so much. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited that I was able to learn so much from you today. Like, thank you so, so, so much. Again, thank you so much. All right, that was 